Welcome back to Podcrastination, the weekly conversation between Andy and me, Lizzie. On this week's episode, we talk about being propelled into middle age by the lockdown and whether or not we have any regrets in life. As always, I'm here to ask you to join us for Tuesday Club and please subscribe. And if you like this episode, please give us a rating and leave a review. Thank you. Hey, Lizzie. Hey, Andy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I am good, thank you. I cannot believe we are already at the 1st of April. April Fools, were you fooled by anything? Yes, I was actually. A friend of mine sent something into our little WhatsApp group chat, but it was relating to something that she's talked about before and is completely plausible for her. So we all fell for it. The only thing that was (laughs) in my mind was like, how are you affording to do this? And I was right. like, if she won the lottery, I got some sort of secret windfall. But she soon revealed that it was, in fact, an April Fool. Sneaky. Sneaky. Yes. That's all right. How, how about you? Did you fall for any? I have protected myself from being fooled today. I am happy that to say that this is a year that has passed that I wasn't fooled. I like to think that I'm not easily fooled, but we all get hit by something occasionally, don't we? Yeah, and like I say, this is relating to something that she'd talked about previously and something we knew she was interested in, so Mm -hmm. it just made it that little bit more plausible, really. Ooh, okay. Plausible deniability. No, I I think that is a good thing. If you've only got pranked, let's call it, by, by one, then good work, that friend, but wait till next year. I didn't really see any companies and brands doing anything this year either and I'm really glad to see that because I feel like it's a bit tired isn't it it's a bit yeah it's a bit cheesy now brands have that let that one lie although did you see what like Volkswagen had released theirs early by accident no oh they pranked themselves <laughs> they put something out that said they were changing their name to Volt Wagon or something like that okay. and it was an April Fool's joke but it went out like two days early or something someone somewhere is getting a slapped wrist yeah the social media managers yeah having a bad week finished early for Easter yeah just just go home mate just go home well other than that then so have you had a better week than the Volkswagen social media manager I have. What a difference a week makes. Amazing. Oscar and I are fully established in our new routine. It feels like he's been here forever now. I feel so much more relaxed, less anxious. It fits in with my routine now. I really recognize his signals. He's feeling way more settled as well. So he knows what the routine is. And it's just, yeah, it's just going really, really well. So I'm so glad because there was one day last week where I was just like, oh my God, what have I done? It's really good to kind of come out the other side of that and go, actually, he's this lovely, lovely, sweet dog. And he's already added so much into my life. And I'm really glad that I've still got my routine. I'm sort of fitting everything in that I wanted, my daily walk and any exercise I want to do and stuff. I can still do all of that around his walks because he can't come on a big daily walk, unfortunately. We just have to have little poodles. Else you'd have him sort of hiking over mountains if he could, right? (laughs) Yeah, I need to get like a little backpack for him so I can bring him with me. 
That would be really cute. I say it'd be cute. I'm sure I've probably seen things on Instagram with dogs in bags and just not really liked the look of it. The downside to that would be his head would be on my shoulder and he would just be breathing and sneezing <laughs> on me constantly. And I mean, he does not have the best of breath. I will, uh, I will share that. Hashtag pug life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is a pug's life. He's got a great life. You know, he takes a nap on the bed and then he gets bored of that and takes a nap on the sofa and then he gets mm-hmm. bored of that and he has a nap on the carpet and then he decides he's hungry and then he'll have a play for a bit and then he'll have another nap on the sofa so you know he's um he's not hard done by by any stretch loving life i mean they say it's a dog's life it really is yeah i would swap places with him happily yeah well i am glad that not only oscar is living a dog's life but you are in a better way of life now this week that you have got that anxiety more under control and feeling like actually do you know what i can do this i'm seeing the other side of it i bet the sun has helped a little bit because we all know lizzie the lizard oh yeah lizzie the lizard has been out in force this week right yes yeah feeling way more just normal and in the routine and it's part of life now i'm not sleeping a hundred percent i'm not sleeping the best that i usually do i've been waking up quite a lot in the night and i've had a few weird dreams about things happening to him so i've obviously got a little bit where i'm just sort of worry i do worry about him he seems absolutely fine but i know that will calm down with you know with a bit of time but um yes i have woken up and i'm feeling quite tired today as a result of that but i'm really glad that it's it's easter weekend and we've got four days off work now obviously pleased about that as well i am just just a little bit pleased you might hear it now obviously this goes out the tuesday after the long four-day bank holiday so i'm gonna say i've enjoyed every single minute of a four-day weekend because i i know that i will it's such a strange thing to say that you know you're gonna you know enjoy the the next four days but this easter weekend is always my favorite weekend of the year if i can say that it's a long weekend right yeah why just because of four days yeah yeah it's it's like i always work every day of january february march and Easter is always the first time that I'm taking sort of any extra other than weekend days off. And you just reach that point somewhere around, I don't know, the 10th, the 12th of March, something like that, where you just go, I am ready for that long weekend. Yes, I know what you mean. I have had it before where I hadn't taken any annual leave until the end of May. Mm -hmm. So I'd gone through nearly the first half of the year without any time off. Obviously, I would have had the Easter break in that time and May bank holidays. But I think you really need to, you have to plan it out, don't you, in your mind and go, actually, I need to divide this leave time strategically so that it gives you that break. And you're not having these prolonged periods of time where it's all work and no play. Agree. I just, I love it because actually, you know that everyone else is off for these four days so it's not like when you go on holiday or take any normal annual leave and you come back to a raft of emails and no one's done what you needed them to do it is Mm -hmm. four days where everyone is off so whatever you finish today everyone's starting afresh on Tuesday yes that's very true so have you got anything planned obviously we've got a bit more freedom as well we can actually see people so are you going to get out and about are you plans to catch up with any friends any family 
lots of family plans, shall we say. So it's my wife's birthday on the Monday. So hoping to get some family garden time and, you know, friends in and around all of that. But the weather has dropped already. It has. And you know what I'm doing tomorrow? Hit me with it. Stand up paddleboarding. Sure. I mean... You could have picked a better weekend, but actually, it would probably be great nonetheless. Oh, I mean, just to do something that isn't walking around my local park or sitting on my sofa. I'm going with, I think there's six of us going, you know, our rule of six. And we're going to an outdoor pursuit centre where you're allowed to actually go and do something now. And we are all going stand up paddleboarding. So it might be like seven degrees and blowing a gale, but we won't care. I'll take my bobble hat. It'll be fine. It's amazing. This sounds like, you know, you said Oscar can't go on a long walk. Maybe he can come next time. Stand up paddleboarding. Yeah, I'm going to leave him at home and it will be the longest time I've left him at home. So that mm-hmm. will be a test. Uh, but yeah, I could see him sat on the front of a paddleboard. Me too. That's it. The first thing when you said you were doing that that came to my mind was cool dude Oscar just sat loving life on the front. Chilling out. Yeah. If he did go in the water, though, I can guarantee that he would sink straight to the bottom. He's like oh, a little barrel. Bless him. So no, Oscar, not paddleboarding this time, but I am and I cannot wait. That's exciting. Have you got any other plans this long weekend? Um, I have. I'm going to have a garden visit with my sister and (gasps) see my nieces and meet for the first time my little baby niece that was born two months ago. That's very exciting. Oh, I'm really, really... So excited. I can't even tell you how excited. I just... I don't... Like my family live all over the country and so it is hard for us all to get together. We don't do it that often, but when you're forced to stay apart from one another my sister and I actually are quite close to each other it's like I don't know 25 miles less than an hour just about an hour's drive but just to have not you know not have the freedom to kind of come and go whenever you want and especially because my sister's just had a baby and I want to be there for her and I want to be a part of my niece's life and of course yeah, so I'm just really, really excited. I just know it's going to make my day, week, month, year. Oh, amazing. And so it should. I'm really, really excited for you to do that. What a, what a weekend. Oh, it's been, it feels like a long time coming, doesn't it? I just, yeah. just before we started recording, I um, have just been out for a little walk, took Oscar out and I was in the park and I've been in the park every day this week and every day I notice more buds on the trees more flowers coming out more blossom Mm -hmm. blooming and you really notice the changes day by day and every day I feel like I'm that flower that's like opening that little bit further as well and it's just this kind of rule of six meeting outdoors thing just couldn't have come at a better time well by the time this goes out as well we'll be even closer under a week away from Things like hairdressers opening back up, and I have booked a nail appointment. Cannot. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, you're keeping people in business. That's all I'll say now. Is anyone that is booking in with these businesses is doing the economy the world of good. Exactly, exactly. I do need to book my hair appointment, and I haven't done that yet. It's driving me insane. I've not attempted a DIY cut like you have. I'm still still on it. I'm actually due one tomorrow. So I've booked in as well with the guy that I used to go and see in May because 
he got booked up pretty quickly when the 12th of April date got announced. Oh but, no, um, don't tell me this. It's going to be months before I can get in, isn't it? Possibly. You might have to do a bit of ringing around, let's just say. Well, no, I've been to the same guy for, oh, like seven, eight years. Wow, that's amazing. So nobody else is cutting nobody my hair? Else. No, not going anywhere near. And putting my hair extensions in. <laughs> <clears throat> I went to the post office earlier and the guy behind the counter at the post office, I think his lockdown grow out has been my favorite so far. (laughs) He has really curly, frizzy hair. And so if I say he resembled a microphone or a toilet brush, (laughs) it might give you some idea of what it looked like. It was spectacular. It It made me laugh and it was great. (laughs) Do you know, having a dog is the reason why I have opted to cut my hair but also because it feels good but because I have to be outside and see people on dog walks and a lot of people are very friendly and they chat I reached a point where I was like I cannot let this grow out anymore I've got to do something about it because it just felt like I was you're not being judged but someone's going to go on a podcast we're all in the same boat we're yeah, all but, in the same boat oh but, what are you saying because I called him out on the podcast yeah someone could go on their podcast and have called me out well I said that he brought me joy it put a real smile on my face okay yeah all right well shout out to man at Alex. the post office Alex at the post office with the yes, microphone he's a very hair. very lovely man I'm, that never came into question so I hear that DIY haircuts isn't the only DIY that you've been doing. Look at that for a seamless link. Loving your work. It, no, very, very true. I don't like to toot my own horn and pat myself on the back, but why not? I am seriously impressed. Well, I had quite a productive week, I would say. It's been a bit of indoor-outdoor, obviously with the sun and with expecting the lockdown situation to be eased slightly and allow people in the garden. The desire to get the garden done has been there so there's been plenty of new plants bought and planting going on and culminating in the desire to purchase 850 kilograms of white pebbles right i have no idea what that even looks like uh i'm sure it's yeah it's a picture that i'm sure i can share on our insta to say this is what the bag looked like when it arrived and this is what's been giving me sleepless nights because I've just been wheelbarrowing it through to the back to be a proper adult and sort out my garden and make it look as fancy as I'm ever going to make a garden look. I love it. I love it. I love this level of adulting, this embracing of middle age. Mm, uh, what? Excuse me? Um, well, I didn't say I'm only jealous that. because I haven't got a garden. And it, it's something that since I have got Oscar that I've just been like, right, I need to think about where I want to live and what I want to do and the space that I have. And up until this point, I hadn't really thought about it. Like, I love my flat. I love the location that I live in. Mm-hmm. And I knew I would move on at some point. I'm not going to live in this flat forever. But had no great desire to kind of hurry that decision along. Whereas all of a sudden, now I've got him, I'm just like, I'd rather, I wish I could just kick him out the door at half past six in the morning instead of having to take him for a walk. No, that's not the only reason. Just to have more space and have a bit more freedom and stuff. So I'm very jealous that you have a garden that you can prune. Oscar's very demanding, is he? Is he asking for more space already? He is, yes. Right. Um, No, I, I do feel like... I hate gardening. 
by the way, it's, I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat this. I hate the the premise of gardening because it feels like it costs a lot to get certain bits. It's a lot of hard work and there is zero guarantee that anything that you plant will actually survive or live without you actually having to do even more work just to keep it alive. Oh, I see. I think I'd quite like pottering around and being outside and being creative. No. Yes, no and yes. Being outside is lovely. I enjoy a project. I I'm feeling very accomplished that I have moved all 850 kilograms of that. I'm slightly annoyed that they didn't sell it in a ton because that extra 150 is what I needed to complete it. Oh, so, no. mm-hmm, yeah. So that's the level of anxiety I've got this week is annoyance with. Yeah, that is really annoying. Yeah. Annoyance in, is my word of the day for that. But it's all good. It's all good exercise. I'm looking at it all as exercise, not gardening exercise. I was just going to say that I bet your Les Mills has gone out the window as a result of that. Not that that's a bad thing, obviously, because you've been working out, but that you didn't need to do Les Mills on top of that. Oh, ye of little faith. Ooh, Mm -hmm. bodybuilder over here. I mean, anyone that has seen me will know that that's a very far stretch, but I have completed week nine in a row of Les Mills Body Combat. That is incredible. Yeah, thank you. I'm This week was a kind of do-it-yourself week in every way possible because I finished the four-week plan. I finished then the second four-week, the, the add-on that builds up to the full classes and all of that and felt myself really just into it then. And I've said that, that the habit was there. But this yeah. ninth week, there isn't a plan for. So it's kind of like pick it, yourself and you've got the choice of anything you can do any of the classes and you can do the 30 minute version the 45 the 55 whatever and I was just doing my own little bit of research into each of them and I was going do you know what actually I'm going to plan out my own week and I'm going to do three 55 minutes again I'm just going to keep going with that for as long as possible and yeah I, I've made time for that on top of working on top of doing the gardening and doing a bit of Paneling, painting. Yes, I've seen this on your Instagram. It looks so good. So impressed with that. It's the big trend at the moment, isn't it? This whole paneling thing. Yeah. It looks looks great. So cliche. We're just on trend. We're late. I'm always late to a trend. Cliche. You're on trend. Is it is it still on trend? Because I'm always late to a trend. I always find that that you know as a as a. I think you're good. Okay, because I started to grow a beard when beards became out of trend and I've just stuck with it in the hope that it will come back around again. A beard's out now. Well, I was told that a while back that, no, who knows? I think those of us that took the time to cultivate their own beard decided to keep it because it was too much work not to. I was walking down the street the other day and I saw a teenage girl and she was wearing a Kangol bucket hat (gasps) and some flared jeans. And I was just like, hang on a minute, have I (laughs) travelled back to 1997? That is what I was wearing in year seven at school. Papa, Papa trousers? Did you have any of those? I didn't have any of those. I did have some Adidas trousers, other Adidas trousers though. Fine. And a sweater shop jumper. Sweater shop. Are we going to just do a nostalgic episode where we reel <laughs> off the 90s in a, in a rose-tinted glasses kind of way? But it's all come back around again, like Kangol. Like, mm. I haven't seen that around for how many years is it? 20 years? 
it's weird how these things come and go, isn't it? So just thought that was uh, interesting watching the what the teenagers are wearing these days. God, I sound like such a grandma. Wow. We've gone through gardening, talking about moving house, etc., to really showing our age using the word teenagers. <laughs> oh god when did this happen i feel like this has accelerated in the last 12 months Definitely. i think because our life has like slowed down and we're not having those kind of more exciting i don't know partying did we party i don't know you probably partied more than i did to be fair so yeah life is now just jigsaws gardening and oh. finishing the midnight library Woo! firstly Another well done link very seamless you are segueing queen tonight there's an abba song in there isn't there i'm not gonna sing it we fall into this trap every time you are the segue queen oh yeah god's sake right i nearly swore then we don't swear on this podcast we <laughs> but, but my joke oh no i had a joke and i forgot to use it handy andy with all his diy well it's too oh, late now it's too late so yes i have finished the Midnight Library. Amazing. So that is, remind me, because I got this wrong last time. So that is your fourth book of the year, right? Yes. Fourth book from your 12 that you're looking to read. Yes. Brilliant. So oh, I'm one d- ahead of schedule. Amazing. And I know how much I enjoyed The Midnight Library. I hope you enjoyed it too. I did. Yes. Particularly the towards the end. Yes. It picks up the pace a bit. I thought it was a bit slow to get going initially. Yeah, I agree. But perhaps that reflects the state of mind of the main character as well, because it's around somebody who is in a dark place mental health wise. And this isn't a spoiler because this is in, at the beginning of the book, but attempt suicide. And I guess maybe that slowness reflects that kind of way that you're feeling when you're depressed. Mm-hmm. And I think you also, it probably is a nod to taking time to reach your sense of purpose and stuff like that. You know, these things can take time. It is not just something that you can click your fingers and that it, it's guaranteed to happen or you, you don't know when you're going to reach your epiphany. That's the word I'm searching for. No, and I think I've said it before that we are a work in progress. We are never finished. I agree. I was reading it and each time sort of sending you occasional quotes and stuff like this or just passages without wanting to give too much away. But I feel that there is a lot that you can take from it to find your own sort of sense of purpose and to your place in the world, so to speak. Yeah, I would say I think if someone is struggling with their uh, mental health and find that they get to a place where they are maybe having suicidal thoughts, that it's quite a good book to read in order to give you some perspective. So Mm -hmm. Matt Haig, who is the author, uh, was in that position, wasn't he? Did he attempt suicide? I think he did. I think yeah. he, reading it and reading a little bit into him, I think some bits mirror his experiences. And obviously you write from a place of experience quite often. So it's um, you know that it's a story with an underlying truth to it that's from a real place. Yeah, so I think you get that kind of real life perspective. And I've definitely in my life fallen into the trap of where you make assumptions about things in your life that aren't necessarily 
the truth. They're sort of like limiting beliefs in a way. And thankfully, they've never been too major. Okay. I think at one period of time when I was quite depressed, they, they were obviously at their worst. But I think I'm quite good of pulling myself out of those yeah. when I have these moments of kind of ups and downs that everybody gets with their mental health. I thought it was really interesting the stuff around regret that they talk about. Yeah. And regret is not something that I feel at all. Do you not? No. Wow. That is quite the, the talent, the skill to not regret anything. No, I always say to friends who are maybe looking at making a big decision, whether it's changing a job or deciding where they're going to live or, you know, making these big moves. And I always say no decision is the wrong decision because whatever decision you make, as long as you commit to it, Mm -hmm. it will be the right path for you. You have to go on that path. Problems arise when people go, what if? And, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable for the decision that you've made and go with it. And if you don't hold yourself accountable for it and things don't quite work out, you will always think, well, what if I made the wrong decision? I should have done this. I regret it. And I have always tried to stay in my lane, look forward, don't look back, like don't say what if. And look, things aren't always perfect. And I've messed up. I've screwed, you know, screwed up. It's not always gone right. But I'm in a place today where I'm really happy with where things are and you know I'm really grateful for what is around me as well and that's all based on the decisions that I've made like I can't I can't live in that place of regret I totally see that and actually hearing you describe it like that actually resonates really well with me because I I do sometimes you know it's quite often when I'm feeling anxious or you know you have a lot of time to think and and stuff on your mind and like you I've had a few sleepless nights this week for differing reasons but a bit of anxiousness creeping in every now and again and 4:30 is normally the sort of time that it decides to it wake is, up. It is, isn't it? Why yeah. is that? I I don't know but it needs to sort itself out and come during business hours that would be lovely. Just give me the evening off but I get to the point where I sort of just think about occasional bits and it can be job related or it can be oh I'd like to be doing this or why didn't I do this or what if I'd done this but actually I then very quickly come to the realization I'm in the position I am now in the life that I am loving the where I'm at and just adding that thought of what if is actually taking away from that but actually everything that is good in my life is because of those decisions that has, have been made yeah. um, and every path I, I I agree yeah you you have to give everything your all else that is a regret because you should go I gave it everything and if it didn't work out and you hit some bumps along the road and you have to make another decision and veer off and give that your 100% as well and, and every time you'll go I gave it my all if it worked brilliant if I was happy amazing but if it didn't work we go again I hate making decisions and I can you know it can take me quite a while to reach that point where I make a decision on something when it's you know life-changing significant in your life but I think it's because I know that when I do commit and I make that decision that 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 will be it and I so I you know I just have to get to that point but it isn't easy. Don't come to that crossroads and go, yeah, I'm going left or I'm going right. You know, I, I stand there for a long time to get to that point where I can just move forward. But I quite often consult my magic eight ball when it comes to big life changing decisions. Lizzie's magic eight ball. How are we only just hearing about this for the first time? Yeah, it um, 
sorts all sorts of pickles out. Um, but yeah, when I just really have not got the brain capacity to make a decision, I just let fate decide. Does, does it often just please shake again type thing? Oh and that yeah, really... all the time. When yeah. it's something really, really big, it won't actually give me an answer, which I just <laughs> think is the universe telling me to, you know, commit to something. Yeah, just choose. Just stop giving me the options. You choose. <laughs> But there's lots of things that I've thought about doing over the years. I lived in New Zealand for a while and I came back and I've often sort of wondered if if I'd stayed there a bit longer, you know, that wouldn't have been a horrible life to live. And I've often thought about packing up and moving to Australia. And I thought about going and doing a ski season for six months you know all these are escaping the country aren't they yeah and they haven't all just come in the last year these are thoughts that have gone through you know I've always I think because I love traveling I love exploring I've always got that sort of niggle but I don't regret that I haven't done that either because I have this lovely home and I have this great life around me of friends and I you know see my family and all of that would become completely different particularly if I was in somewhere like New Zealand or Australia because it's so inaccessible yeah it's quite you know it takes a lot of planning to be able to you know come back and forth yeah it's very easy to be drawn in isn't it to the sort of what ifs or the big changes because they're the ones that you can actually picture easier I guess you know the fork in the road is easier to picture if it's a bit more drastic but also has the biggest commitment to it the biggest consequences like you say you know leaving friends and family behind and but on the flip side of that the experience that you have in comparison you'll always paint as a, a green picture and it might be but that's very much where our minds often go to. This is bringing a quote to mind, which wasn't going to be my quote of the week, but I think I might have to bring it to the table. Go for it. We're we not doing the jingle. Sure. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we absolutely will be doing Lizzie's quote of the week. Quote of the week. I just like singing each week. <laughs> yeah, I think even if someone sends in a jingle now, it's not going to happen, is it? No, no. It's- tradition it's tradition so let's go for lizzie's quote of the week that has been just come to mind it's yeah just inspired and that is the grass is greener where you water it oh that's not the one i was expecting that's oh yeah okay people always think about the what if if i'd done this or that thing's better i want that there and it's like no look at where you are your patch of grass in the world and if you nourish it and look after it and be grateful for it it will be green and lush were you inspired by my gardening chat earlier well i think so i think that's brought it to the front of mind yes yeah yeah good i'm glad i could pay that forward um wow no i I like that that's a very relatable one obviously why what did what quote did you think i was gonna say the grass isn't always greener on the other side i thought that's genuinely where it was going that that's not even going to be my alternative because that's far too cliche yeah the grass is greener where you water it no i like it i probably have heard it but actually that's nice to hear because it's not something that i can remember the hearing you know it sounds it's the obviously the exact opposite of the grass is greener on the other side it's like more often than not it's not your same problems (laughs) exist on either side of the hill don't they it's and that's why you've got to kind of look at where you are and what you have got and and deal with it in the here and now one of the things i often lean back to because it was such a big part of our lives was that whole leaving university moment and you know what that next step is and a lot of people yourself included you know stayed in and around 
the area or forged a life we went to uni in manchester you know that's where you've planted your roots see there's some gardening jokes oh, in there gardening stuff i love it <laughs> right but in my mind because i didn't sometimes over the last oh, i'm just gonna say it because it's been however long 12 years since we left can you hear the sadness in my voice there at getting older that's mad i can't believe it's that long anyway yeah the sometimes I, i've just kept going backwards in my mind as to what if i had decided to stay and look for a job there and, and this that and the other but actually all of where my life has gone to has led me to this moment and I love that and I love that those decisions have led me to a happy place and it's... yeah well you probably wouldn't have met Zoe and you wouldn't be living in the house that you've just put paneling in and spent exactly. a week gardening exactly and it wouldn't have led me to Cooper and all of these other bits and my life would be very different and that is as simple as you know staying where you went to university or moving back home or moving somewhere else else and those decisions that you make can be big they can be small whatever it is but like you say I have gone with this decision 100% down this avenue and you have to commit and if you suddenly decided that you were going to pack up and move to Australia take Oscar with you <laughs> I don't think he'd fly well oh bless him <laughs> so do you have any regrets um there are certain regrets that I have some I have some very personal ones you know spending time with loved ones that aren't here anymore and stuff like that They're those sorts of things that you you can't get back and, and it's always but actually I've used that in a different way to live a life because of them. I think experiences like that as well teach you what's invaluable to you and what's important to you and therefore yes. it makes you better for the next person doesn't it you know and for the people around you that you care about you is a bit of a wake-up call. Yeah and I just I'm trying more and more as as the years roll on to just let go of the regrets I guess and and it's definitely a theme out of and we're, we're still talking in a way about the Midnight Library but definitely a theme that came out of reading that book that made me realize do you know what I have let go of more in the past two years or 18 months or whatever than I probably have done in 10 years for whatever and we'll call that growth but I think as you get older you chill out a bit as well yeah this episode is just aging us <laughs> isn't it <laughs> I'm it's need... fine. It's fine. I am fully like embracing it. Like, fully. I feel... Yeah. Yeah. Since finishing the Midnight Library, I've been looking into a bit of personal branding discussion and listening to some podcasts and just feeling like I'm just trying to understand my place again and where I'm at. Any big decisions that may come my way, be prepared for. But just, I don't know, reconnect and, and understand where I want to go and how to get there. Does that so make sense? So when you say branding, you mean sort of like how you def define yourself? Yeah, I, I'm just very much, and it's part of something that I want to explore more. So let's bring back something in a very weird segue and say, I'm going to add this when we talk about bring it on 2021 because that's still in our minds this is something that I want to go with a bit more because it's sort of got some common themes in your personal branding so it is very much you so it can you know go from one edge of the spectrum of your name is your brand and people remember you and how you interact with them and leading to that it's not actually then about you it might start with you but ultimately it's about the people that you want to attract in your world you know you put out what you get back mm -hmm. so the law of attraction, you know, all of that sort of understanding and, and mentality. But its main ethos is about controlling your own narrative. 
And as someone that wants to be a writer of sorts, you know, that to me is like marketing 101. If you put that sentence to me, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm hooked. Okay, I have a bit of a devil's advocate thing. Go for it. So I think a lot of the time we can get really hung up on caring too much about what people think of us. Yes, and absolutely. we move about the world in a way that we want people to have, you know, believe who we are. And we create that narrative. Mm-hmm. But we are never in control of that because you can put that out. Say you meet 10 people for the first time in the same room and you have been on, delivered a presentation presentation on stage every single one of those people will have a different idea of you and who you are and you can't control it even though they've all had the exact same experience the experience that you wanted to put out and you wanted to give to them no that is exactly where I'm fighting that demon at the moment actually because I being self-employed being a contractor and, and sort of going from contract to contract the last five years I've very much felt the insecurity of feeling like you're only as good as your last sort of day, you know, your last interaction with someone. And it puts a little pressure on constantly thinking about, okay, if I want to be extended here, or if I want to get a good reference to go on to the next one, this, that, and the other, I will be trying to influence people's opinion of me by doing a good job. And that's how my mentality has sort of been. And and thinking, like I said, you're only as good as your last experience with someone but again fully agree when I'm looking into this you can't control what other people think of you you can try and put out who you want to be absolutely and that's not to say go around being an idiot because it doesn't matter no, no. anyway you, you know you, I think you you absolutely do need to put out and be the person that you want to be but just know that we can't be all things to all people you know and you're always going to come across your people people that get you and I'm a firm believer in that whole like energy thing and I just Mm -hmm. think there are certain people when you meet them you are so on the same wavelength and it just works and it's easy and then there are other people and it just doesn't and sometimes you really want it to work and it doesn't yeah and that's fine too it's it's hard isn't it is this where your way of now telling me that it's just not working this podcast is yeah this is our last episode (laughs) darn it (laughs) It's true. I think it's um, it's just a strange thing because I was just looking into it. It's something I'd never really realized had a name to it. You know, like I said, it's something that I think of in my mind of being aware of how people might perceive you in a working environment. But I've been very much and particularly since we've been doing this as well, focusing on what I enjoy and what brings me enjoyment in my life, where the happiness is coming from, who is attracted into my life from that is a byproduct of me being in a good place. But yeah, I just, I just, when I sort of realized that it was something that people talked about, that the underlying thing came was just that it is about what you want out of it. And like you say, that just who you want to be and finding who you are, because that's what you want people to see. Now, how they take that, that's up to them. Yeah, I think it's really good to define your values in that way yeah yeah that's your mission statement if if you will someone's been reading her marketing textbooks but you're saying it's your brand your personal brand and so like this is how you define a brand isn't it yeah it is i should have remembered that (laughs) (laughs) but no um a, a while back 
few years ago, a good friend of mine said to me that I care too much about what other people think and that I need to let that go. And that always stuck with me. And then, oh gosh, I can't remember when it was, last year maybe, I was listening to a podcast and the they were talking about something similar and it was on there that they said about how we all get so hung up on wanting to be a certain way and wanting to people to perceive us or whatever, but you've got no control over that. And it was, I don't know, they were much more articulate than I was but it just completely reframed that in my mind and I was like yeah they're absolutely right you know no matter how much we curate Mm -hmm. which we you know we can do to the best of what we want to but ultimately we we don't have that final control and it's letting go of the people that don't vibe with you and hanging on to the ones that do so it's about watering your own grass essentially yes love that see I can segue back to Lizzie's quote of the week quote of the week Oh, twice in one episode. Twice, aren't, aren't you lucky? So I think we should just quickly reflect back on our March goals. Yes. If you can remember what they are. I can remember one that you've not talked about, which I would like to dig up. Can you see the eyebrows raise? I can. There was another gardening joke there. I, I caught it. I like that. This is quite the uh, Gardener's World episode. <laughs> also, your terrible puns are catching. Right. See, as much as you try and fight them, they will find you. (laughs) But you were going to endeavour to do Meat Free Monday. Yeah. I, I, was that me? Yeah, no, I was. And it. I think it happened once. It, are we classing fish in this, by the way? No animal were harmed in the making of oh, Meat well, Free Monday. In that case, then, no. What I have done is I've improved certain meal choices because that's part of that was part of my problem is actually I feel like I was getting into a bit of a rut when it came to my, my weekly diet choices. Okay. So I failed. I'm, I'm going to use the F word there. I failed at meat free Mondays in March. I don't know. We don't. I don't think we bring the word fail to this podcast. Do we not? Is that the F word, the other F word that we're not allowed to say? Exactly. Right. Well, that's fine. You know, these. The, 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 the aim is still there. So. What your goal should have been was to mix up your menu choices. Yeah. If you've done that, then great. If it's made you think differently and you've changed those habits and you feel better for it, then I would say that's a positive. Well, it's kept me... I've talked about my habits. I've talked about, you know, my diet. I've talked about Les Mills and all of these things that I'm trying to blend. And actually, when I get into a good rhythm with something, I try and keep everything the same. But sometimes you have to make changes because you want to get to the next level. And the diet bit really is on that piece. I just, yeah, I I found I just wasn't making the effort to actually proactively be meat free. It's hard. I felt like I got in a bit of a cooking rut. And I think lockdown has just made it even worse because all your meals are at home and you just get bored and uninspired and I was the same I was eating the same thing again and again and again but then recently I've refound my love of it and my enjoyment of it and I've been making meal times an occasion and I've been taking pleasure in the process of making things that are a bit more complicated rather than going I'm hungry I want to eat as quickly as possible what can I make really fast and it would just be food on a plate it wouldn't necessarily be something that's had the flavors brought out of or something a bit different or interesting so especially like on a Friday night I might like I did pizzas from scratch and things like that that's 
you know where it's part of it's your evening's entertainment as well it's just it takes a bit longer but it feels just a bit more fulfilling so it's been good to get that enjoyment back from cooking that's what i need i think that is it so you've sparked me into enjoying fitness again and i feel like i've imparted some gardening in excitement into I'm your world i'm going to repot my house plants this weekend see. that is the inspiration that you've given me see i'm a garden influencer just happily uh living my garden influencer life all right charlie dimmock i know right <laughs> um so you had some march goals as well remind me of yours well the one that sticks out in my mind i wanted to get up earlier and to do yes. more with my mornings. And I definitely feel like I made improvements with that and I was using that time productively. And then since I've got Oscar, that's shifted again and I'm getting up even earlier. And although, like I said earlier, I was, I'm feeling tired today and I haven't been sleeping the best in the night. I do love like getting up and getting out and having that time in the morning. It's so much better. And I just feel, and it's so much easier now that the days are lighter. It's lighter in the morning, isn't it? So I just feel like you get way more out of the day like it's just such nice time very very true i um i like that i like that you've got yourself into a good routine like we said with oscar but also you're gonna feel the benefit of it and who needs to lie in bed anyway until whatever time of the day who needs that right although today i did push it as far as i could wow before I was like, okay, I really need to let Oscar out now or else he's going to go mad. Yeah, it's that early Friday feeling because it's the before bank holiday weekend, right? Exactly. Let's just say that March has been a mixed month of, of highs and lows, good achievements in every aspect, even if it's things that we didn't at the start of the month think that we needed in our lives or would achieve. Or Although it feels mad that it's now April, mm-hmm. I can't even remember the beginning of March. Like that just seems seems like forever ago right we're gonna have to be better at remembering what what we choose for each month though right it feels like it's been a long month i guess maybe it feels long because we've all got the kind of lockdown fatigue and it's that like i said around 10 days into march i realized i needed a long weekend at least a long weekend so i think everything has just been a blur since then it feels like anyway i think we should maybe go away and look back on what our march goals were and then next week we can come back and sort of have a look at what we want to achieve in april love it yep let's i'm sure we are still on track for our goals for the year and we can just reassess we take the time to just reflect and look forward that's what we're going to do we're going to be positive and look forward and we've said all along these goals can be flexed and changed and adapted as we need to because that's what life is very true so andy it'd be great if you could let people know how they can get in touch with us we would love to hear from our listeners to find out whether you too are into gardening um (laughs) any green fingered tips yeah or if you have goals that you can't remember from the past month as well if you want to get in touch on instagram it's at podcast pod on twitter it's at podcrastination pod and if you want to email us then it is contact podcrastination at gmail.com send us all of those gardening tips and i'm sure i will enjoy every single one of them (laughs) honestly you're a little garden gnome i'd love that we talked about it being a dog's life oh no i wouldn't love it actually because you'd freeze in the winter wouldn't you yeah we're great in summer though yeah our chats red wellies on Uh, sure the handy andy the garden gnome (laughs) exactly (laughs) okay this is this is going weird 
Yeah, and, and you can. This is even without a drink this week, so you can see how uh, our minds work. But in that case, before it gets really weird, Lizzie, I will say I hope you have a lovely Easter weekend and a good week ahead, and I will see you next Tuesday. You too, Andy, and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.